Yo, what up? Welcome to Back to Chaos Therapy. Uh, I forgot to do this shit yesterday. I'm slacking, but, and there's no reason for me to just be slacking. Actually, yesterday I feel like shit. I spent, I drank a lot on Saturday night, and so yesterday I was just watching Burn Notice on Hulu and not doing shit. But obviously, I'm playing Madden this time, uh, so there's that. I was saying I'm going to be playing video games. So here's a kicker. I want to talk about masculinity and being a black man. Like in how you perceive, how masculinity is perceived. And I think one of the craziest things is how we all perceive Dennis. Like, no, people had shit to say about Dennis Rodman, but no one really had shit to say to Dennis Rodman. I think it's because he became, quote unquote, the worm as far back as I can think about when he got to San Antonio. Like he wasn't like that in Detroit. He was a hard man in Detroit. He was that dude in Detroit. I'm not that dude in Detroit, but he was one of the dudes in Detroit. Like he has two rings. This motherfucker was part of stopping Jordan and stopping Pippen. And so, in the documentary, Last Stand, you're looking at Dennis Rodman, and they, like, episode three was, they're talking about how he pretty much came to be the, the, not prima donna, but the star that he is. And Dennis Rodman was legit, like, he was known for his defense, and he's also one of the smartest players. Known for his defense, known for his hustle, and, like, rebounding deep, that was what he was known for. He wasn't going to take you off the dribble or some weird, like, no, nah, Dennis Rodman was going to fucking handle you. And I think what Dennis Rodman was doing in the 90s as a black man, the way he dressed and the way uh, he would go out and look and how he parted and everything, niggas weren't doing that. Especially not black men. Like, the androgyny thing, the dude was 6'9 in a fucking dress. This makeup done. Immaculate. I mean, it's still like Dennis Rodman, but this nigga married himself. That was all during the San Antonio Bulls. Like, that was late, mid to late 90s. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Dennis Rodman, pretty much, when he was with Detroit, exemplified everything that a, that quote-unquote a man was, is... And then he goes and he's dating like fucking Madonna's hanging out in South Texas. That's insane. Like to kick it with Dennis. It's crazy, right? Like Carmen Electra from Cincinnati. So it's like weren't just like and he was just he was so good at what he did it's kind of like with prince he was so good at what he did no one was call, like no one's gonna call fucking uh call dennis Rodman a fag not to his fucking face nigga bro he was known as a tough guy so one just it wasn't like he was kevin durant wearing shit or russell like russell westbrook it was literally the dude known to beat motherfuckers up and how we perceive masculinity 
and how we allow others to perceive our masculinity. I, like as a black man, it's something that we don't really talk a lot about a lot. Like ma- black masculinity is pretty much seen as cookie cutter. Especially when it comes to black men and hip hop era. Because I think niggas really forget Grandmaster Flash and the Fierce. So like all the rappers in the 80s look mad suspect. Mad suspect. Not all, but a lot of them. Super fucking suspect. And I think how Dennis Roman kind of paved his own, like, cut his own path, dude. Paved his own fucking road on how he would be seen as a black man in the NBA that wasn't really, like, of course, sports is entertainment, but now he wasn't making fucking music. He wasn't an actor. I mean, he was in some movies that were trash. But... That's just kind of what it was. Like, Dennis Rodman, the character stuck out to me way more than a basketball player. The crazy head die, the answers, like, who he fucking dated. Like, I remember I heard one story that he, like, him and Carmen Electra got a divorce because he came home from a bender and forgot who the fuck she was. That's crazy. Like, who are you, bro? This is the most, one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Like, she ain't have no ass, but like, she's, Carmen Electra's hot. Like, no one's going to say she's bad looking. She was on MTV. Prince dated her. Bro, she got the approval by Prince. She tried rapping, which is not good. But I I think it's just like Dennis Rodman's like, like, bro, like, no one's going to be like, oh, Dennis, like, oh, he's gay. Like, bro, he, if he was, he probably ran out of vagina. Case in point, just a, not case in point, but just a sidebar, Dennis Rodman left some of the weirdest fucking uh, comments under Lil Nas X's Instagram photos. Like, you'd see the shit, and you literally just, I would look and be like, what the fuck is Dennis Rodman on? Like, bro, why are you saying this to, like, essentially a child? Like, I think maybe Lil Nas X is 21, but it was... It was pretty weird. But I think, like, masculinity to me has never really been about man and woman. Uh, You can, I mean, if you, to put it simply, yes, like, men are more masculine than women more often than not. I think one of the uh, things that I've kind of grown up was, like, my mom is a lesbian. I consider her very masculine. She's a butch lesbian. She's very, very masculine woman. And I have, and my cousin's husband, my cousin Travis's husband, is a very effeminate man. Masculinity and femininity, like, aren't one and the same. No, okay, not one and the same. Okay, they're not so separate because of who you fucking apply it to. And I think my masculinity to me is probably just carrying myself a certain way. Uh, Trying to be, trying to, when I'm faced with a situation, try to listen to the problem and work through it more than just complain about it. Uh, But my masculinity to me is being calm, remaining calm, remaining respectful in most, if not all, situations. So... And some dudes' masculinity may be to fight everything. 
That's how they prove how masculine they are. Like, to me, I prove how masculine I am by just being chill and just trying to remain positive in situations. And I think Dennis, like, Dennis Rodman's, like, he's far out there, dude. And you just kind of see it, and just you're, I'm watching his documentary and just seeing what he's done. Like, since the like since he's became the worm, and I'm like, bro, this is a, a a character study on what we all should think masculinity is. Dead ass. I I truly believe that like we we have this idea of what masculinity is and how guys should act just because it's very one-sided you know guys have to be this way and it's a and it's in what we talk about with like toxic masculinity i think it's all fucking arbitrary because the same toxic masculine traits that someone exhibits it is also the traits that fucking save people's lives You know what I'm saying? Like, being aggressive can save your life for a day. I think it's, it's, it's all contextual. And one of my biggest gripes about toxic masculinity is like, oh, you're masculine. Like, you can't take, like, oh, you're, pe- people, mostly women, try to use the, the term, oh, your, your masculinity is toxic. When you're not doing something that will benefit them. Like, I don't want to wear a dress, not a dress guy. And you see these girls, like, I would love to, I want to date a guy who's comfortable uh, wearing a dress or who's comfortable wearing high heels. Like, that's me. I was like, no, like, that just feels like a jux. Jux as in that just feels like you're trying to play somebody. Like, like, I think if you're, like, they'll try to shame you into that. I remember I talking to one girl. She's like, I would like to, like, I like being able to peg my boyfriend. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, well, we definitely won't date. It's like, why do guys have to be so? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you can't put that. Like, you can't demand that shit because I think, and talking about like she had been sexually assaulted. So for her, I think it's a, it's about a power thing. It's a power dynamic, not even a sexual enjoyment. I don't see how girls would enjoy that because they're not, you don't have a dick. So that's weird. Yes, you fucking caught it. So it's like you're asking to do something that you know you're not really getting any benefit out of just for the fact of saying that you could do that to somebody. That's not evil, but that's not very good. First down, give me my first down, bitch. And so I think with, it was, I was like, and I asked, I was like, why does that have to be like a, a non-negotiable? You have to be able to peg your boyfriend. Like that seems weird to me. And girls, I want a guy to be able to 
open up emotionally and you know, I was like, yeah, you're definitely like, that's not how any of this shit works. Like guys do not mind opening up. Here's the issue that I know I've ran into. I know my friends have ran into is that they, you'll say something in confidence and you're trying to be open. But then when they get mad, they'll throw that shit right the fuck back in your face. And so guys will fucking clam up and not say shit. Because no one wants to deal with that. Like, no one does. And like, why do guys, like, guys, every guy, like, not every guy has a chance to be with somebody who wants to have him be open and honest emotionally. Most of the girls that we date want you to be whatever their idea of masculinity is. Most of the girl, women that we're going to run into is they want the strong sonic type. Pretty much a pit bull that doesn't do anything except what the owner wants them to do. That's a lot of guys' stories. And is it fair to the person who's wanting them to open up? No, I assume it isn't. But that's just kind of how it is. Like most guys don't pick. And I was telling my one friend, I was like, I was like, most guys, most men will never have more than three to five sexual partners in a lifetime. Even if you're just talking about America, unless they pay for it, they're never going to have more than three to five sexual partners. At all. And so... Like that's so that kind of leaves guys to just be like, all right, I'm gonna just go along to get along. And it creates a lot of it creates a lot of tension and the guys walking on eggshells. Now it's because of masculinity, like you're just taught because what we've been taught about what masculinity is. You think you're just being some fee fa fo fum ass nigga and you're just punching people in the face whenever you're angry. Like, no. There's a lot more to masculinity, especially if you're a dude, because, like, you get to define your own masculinity. As a man, you should be able to define your own masculinity. You should be able to define your masculinity and make of it what you want. But a lot of guys don't get that choice. They're just, they're playing a character so they'll be loved. And people, I get that. There's women who play a character so they'll be loved. And I think for men, it's a lot more dire. Because a, a man that is that no one wants to date can't be like, I'm happily single. Like, no, that's not how it fucking works. Like, that's not, ooh, touchdown. That's just not how it goes. We're not allowed to be like, yeah, like, even if you are, like, there's a difference between not wanting to settle down, not wanting to have children, and just being happy single. Because the latter two imply, or the former two imply that You can, if you want to, you just choose not to. 
And if you're a man, you sound like, yeah, I just want to be single. I'm just happy being single for the rest of my life. Then the gay rumors start coming. Like, well, if he's not trying to actively just date women and chase women all the time, he must clearly be in the penis, which is fucked up. Because there are, like, actual gay men who are looking for, like, no, there are actual gay men who are looking for a partner. Masculine. And it's always weird to me when people talk about masculinity. And they talk about guys making non-masculine moves like they must be gay. Like, how does that work? And then they only think about dudes being a bottom. Like, that's weird. Like, there's also lesbians. But no one wants to talk about it. Like, that's the, like, people forget about the huge L in the LGBT part. But I think we, I think as men, we've let too many people define our masculinity. What a man should be. Because a man isn't a, a person unless he's considered a good man. And you're not considered a good man unless you're, like, doing something for somebody else. Like, for me, I was both praising and chastised at the exact same time when I moved to fucking Florida. Like, I just wanted to go to fuck. Like, I needed to get the fuck out of Ohio. Well, like, some people are like, oh, you're being selfish because you have kids and you're just leaving. And then others are like, well, you need to do what you got to do for yourself mentally. I was like, which one is it? I can't do the thing that I need to do for myself mentally if at every turn you're going to fucking chastise me. I don't get it. And maybe it wasn't for me to get but I did feel that the discussion for black masculinity should never start with a female's opinion. Black, white, it doesn't matter because you don't have to live the consequences of our actions for the most part. There's lots of dudes sitting in jail become some girl, gas them up to do something really fucking stupid. And now they're suffering for it. Like, I was watching the OC, and it is second season. This girl, Alex, is dating Marissa. And, or was dating Marissa. And Marissa is not a full lesbian. But Alex just really liked her, which is fucking stupid. And Alex tried to fight Ryan. Says, I'm going to kick your ass. And I'm sitting there, if I'm right, like, sitting there like, Ryan Atwood's been beating up chicks for the longest. Not chicks, but beating up dudes this whole fucking show. That's his that's part of his character art. And so you're gonna pick a fight with him. Okay, you weigh all of 110 pounds, maybe. It's played by fucking what's her name? Olivia Wilde. But she comes to this bonfire. She goes to the bonfire where Marissa and Ryan, because they're still in high school, has their school at a school the school bonfire. She had. she brings two dudes. I was like, hold on a second. One, I thought you were going to try to fight Ryan, but two, you bring these two dudes. 
to fight a minor. So say they kill Ryan. They're going to prison for killing a minor. And you're going to jail too because you set it up. You brought these dudes over there. And then too, like if Ryan, you can either get Ryan killed or these two dudes beat the fuck up. Because you're angry at them. Like you're using someone else to do your dirty work. When you didn't fucking have to. Not it, like you're using some like you're using the fact that you're a girl and you can't fight them, so you're gonna get dudes to fight them, fight Ryan t- for what fucking reason? Like that shit just never sat right. Like I never thought, I never understood using guys as like your pit bull, but I think that's kind of how a lot of women see dudes. They don't really respect your autonomy. They see you as a a tool, a blunt object. I'm gonna go get my. I'm gonna have my homeboys. Like, no, me and you have an issue. You going to get your homeboys? Ain't gonna do what? Why? And that's just like I've. I don't know, dude. I've never gotten it. Like, if, obviously, if some dude's beating up on my sister, I'm going to have an issue with that. A huge issue with that. Or any woman. But if my sister's causing problems with somebody, and then she wants to use me to exact some sort of attack on this person who I do not have beef with over something that she started, dude, I'm going to have a fucking issue with that. Because say she she steals a bunch of money from some dude, he comes to beat her up, I just see him beating her up, and then I go get this motherfucker, and then I get murdered, and it's all because of she stole from him. You know, it's... It's it's a masculinity is just one of those things that we often often people who don't have to bear the brunt of those consequences are telling us what fucking masculinity is. Like you can't tell me if you're not I can't tell you what a real woman is in the sense of a person who like what they try to use what a what they try to say a real man is. I can tell you, a real woman is a woman who was born with a fucking vagina. That's it. But, like, I'm not going to tell you how a woman should act. I don't think in the past decade I've ever uttered the words, that's unladylike, unironically. Like, not being facetious or making a joke. Never said that. Cause it's not my place to say that. I'm not that woman. I don't go through that. What that woman goes through. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't know. And I'm not gonna know. You know, so it's like, 
you really try to be respectful to people's opinions. But at the same time, you do know that, like, you really can't change people's perceptions as far like everybody has different ideas about what a man should be. And I think a lot of times men get the shady end of the stick for that. I really do. Because I don't really think a lot of guys have the autonomy For, like, they, I don't think they have the awareness to realize, oh shit, I'm getting fucking played. I just think a lot of guys are really put in situations where it's like a, they're happy to be there. They're happy to just have someone fucking be there. And in a way, I don't even want to say fully take care of them or love them back, but like you, a lot of dudes end up in in emotionally abusive relationships because they are not used to fully being loved. I truly feel that happens a lot. Like, people talk about mental and physical abuse. Like, that's horrible. I get that. Like, I'm not trying to debate that or downplay it. But I do think there is a comfort with the abuse of men. I think there's a comfort with the, not even like the abuse of a man's, like, who they are. Like, as a man, like, how much of it's like, not as who they are physically. Like, I don't think there's a lot of guys getting beat. I think that there are a lot of guys that are being led astray. And I think part of the reason why why people are fine with them being led astray is because it's the masculinity. You're abusing 
this person's ability to grow because you're saying, well, this is what a real man does. Self-actualization is important. And I think this is, and I was, after my dad died, I was hanging out with my cousin and his uh, new wife or his wife. And she was telling me how about her, how her father, who was a cop, was always very distant. Like he was loving, but not as a like, but not he was loving and lovable, but not very affectionate. And I think what I was trying to explain to her was that like he's a cop in Cleveland, Ohio. So his daily routine was I might die today. He sees the worst stuff of the world. Like Cleveland in the 80s was not great. Cleveland in the 90s wasn't great neither. But that's kind of what it was. Like his day to day was one of my friends may die. I may die. We both may die. Someone may come. I may have arrested somebody and they come and kill my kid. There's a lot that goes on in that life as a cop. I was like, self-actualization is a new thing. A lot of guys, especially in the early gen, like being a millennial, late gen, like late gen X millennials, like our generation is the first one where people are literally asking men what's wrong. They're asking men what's wrong. They're finally asking men what's wrong. And they didn't really ask our fathers and grandfathers that. No one ever really gave a shit if men felt okay, if men felt depressed, if men felt, you know, if they felt abandoned. No one asked guys that. So now you have my generation. We're taking therapy a lot serious, more seriously. We're looking out for one another more. We're checking up on each other. We're trying to be better than just this vessel of producing the seed to make the children. And that's it. That's it. And I think you're going to see. As you're going to see a more open society, a more honest society, hopefully, because guys will be going into. Like guys will be going to therapy more. Guys will be going to. Just other parts of counseling, group therapy and stuff like that. So, I'm in 32 minutes.
thank you guys for listening to me. I appreciate it. Um, you guys be safe. Peace.